Good morning and welcome to the Social Collective's 18th podcast. I can't believe that we're almost to 20. (laughs) So speaking of 20s, we are in 2023 and we are super excited to go forward with a really professional and business focused personally, professionally, and here in the podcast. So we're excited to share with you some of the things we've got planned for 2023, including getting some speakers on who can really offer some value, you know, some professional tips for our small business owners and our charities. Yeah. So we are here with Angie Erskins. Hi, Angie. <laughs> Urshins, I suppose. I've been saying Erskins in my brain this whole time. That's okay. <laughs> so Urshins. It's not a name people get right very often. Urshins and Urshins. <laughs> yes. Okay. So Angie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. And tell us a little bit about what are some of the things that you do? Well, I've been sort of the uh, compulsive volunteer since I was in high school, I guess. And um, <laughs> so I do a lot of volunteering, volunteer for my church. I have a day job. Over time, I've done direct sales and things, but discovered that I'm much better at promoting other people's sales than I am my own. So I, uh, I've given all that up, and now I'm working part-time through my church, where I've been volunteering since the 90s anyway. But uh, And what's the name of your church? It's Oakton United Methodist. We're at the Friendly Church on the Corner at Hunter <laughs> Mill and 123 in Oakton. And, uh, you know, it's, a gr- it's growing. Like, I can feel things changing. It reminds me, you know, the feeling, part of the reason I got involved in the group more and the social collectives is because I feel the same surge of goodness and good energy and, you know, just the general vibe of the whole thing. I feel like there's a shift coming in the world that just needs more positivity and more purpose. You know, I think we're all searching for our purpose in the world and trying to find, you know, what our mission should be and how we can connect with one another. So I just, I love that that's the way this group has been growing and watching it evolve from when I first got invited to the group to this huge... How long have you been in the group? I didn't even look at that. <sighs> I forgot to look, too. Um, I want to say 2019, because I know you guys were having happy hours, and I couldn't, yeah. I didn't make it to any of them, and then they had to stop right. um, <laughs> for a while, and now I've been able to get to the some of the coffees and stuff the last several months. So yeah, I've been in it for a while, and I think we were celebrating like 6,000 people or something, That's five or right. 6,000 people yeah. when I started. So the idea that wow. it has just exploded like that, that was part of why I reached out to you initially to meet you personally, Lisa, was because I, I feel like the church is going to experience that same kind of organic growth, and I just wanted to you know, feel your vibe in person when I reached out Well, to you. speaking of vibes, I loved when we met at the Silver Diner in Ashburn, which is amazing. Amazing. That's basically our office, I was right? going to yes. say, yes. that's like your office. <laughs> the best general manager, the best, Staff, I'm telling yeah. you, like everything. You know how Chick-fil-A has such a great positive model? Mm-hmm. Um, Silver Diner, dude, mm-hmm. they are killing it. So anyway, when we met, you had on a Good Vibes Only t-shirt. And a butterfly necklace. And I was like, oh, here's my people. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't realize Nancy came and joined us. And I didn't realize I had my clear case on my phone and it was laying on the table. And she said, when did butterflies become your thing? And I said, (laughs) what? (laughs) She said, maybe you don't even know that butterflies are your thing. Because the necklace I had on was one a friend gave me for my birthday a couple years before. And I just thought, well, that'll be good for today. I'm meeting Lisa. I'll put it on. And the t-shirt wasn't really, the Good Vibes t-shirt wasn't really a conscious decision, but 
I, I have a lot go. of message type t-shirts and sweatshirts. Yes, yeah, same. It. Same. Okay. <laughs> so we are also here with Leslie Racinos with Local SEO. Hey, girl. Hello. Hi. And my very BFF, oh. Alina Gardizi with The Great <laughs> <Hello>. Escape. Hi. <laughs> what oh. am I, chopped liver? <laughs> no, I didn't never. get the BFF. <laughs> You're my BFF, too. <laughs> I'm not so. jealous. <laughs> We're triplets. Um, so anyway, we have so many things coming up, new businesses starting, mm. like the lo- you know, the Great Escape coming into the Dulles Town Center Mall. And you, I know you haven't started your event business. I'm not sure that you're going to do that. But at, you know, ch- the church, you do all their event planning, right? And the weddings and stuff? Yeah, I do. And I love doing the wedding planning. I also have organized our craft show and bazaar every fall awesome. for the last I guess we're about 15 years now. And this last fall, they talked me into starting one in the spring. So we'll be having one in May as well, the first weekend of May. Um, In conjunction with our the uh, local farmer's market meets at our church now. So they're in our parking lot wow. every Saturday and it's a great farmer's market. So I'm really, ex- I was really excited for the October one. We were going to do a joint, have the vendors outside along with the farmer's market. And that was the weekend that Ian was coming through the hurricane. So it didn't, Thankfully, we didn't get the hurricane, but we got lots of rain and it was cold. So we moved everybody inside, which still worked out great. It was a wonderful event, but I'm looking forward. But we didn't get to do it with the whole farmer's market like I was hoping. So I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, one of my dreams for for years has been to get more into the event planning and the wedding planning. I love weddings. So um, and they haven't been we haven't been having a lot at the church the last few years. So I'm excited now that we've started having weddings again. We had one back in December and have another one coming up in the spring. So looking to, and the bride in December told me we need to, she's like, you need to get this church online. It's a great place to have a, you know, it wasn't someone from the church. It was um, someone from Maryland who was getting, having her reception out here in Chantilly. So she wanted a, a church and, you know that's exciting to me because the Do last you have several it years on your website as an, an event, event you know we need a new page on the website <laughs> the website has <laughs> hey we know someone yeah i think i may know someone <laughs> one of our goals is to make the the website a little more appealing coming mm-hmm. up we did redo it a few years ago but it's time to to amp it up a little more and make that more um, yeah, noticeable, no, I think that's but. probably something we all need to do. I know I surely need to do it for artisan plumbing. Oh, definitely. What <laughs> is that something that people are doing in 2023, Leslie? Like, it seems like people are losing weight and they're making these goals and especially business oriented. Do you recommend people check out their do like a website review refresh? Well, yes and no. You have to look at your current website. You have to look at how old is it? What platform is it? What builder is it on? There's a lot of things that can attribute like in the SEO world of how your website is ranking. So if your website isn't performing as well, there could be factors that on the back end, it's just not on an updated platform version. And that's where people will kind of say, okay, let's go ahead and redo it because we need to be you know, we really care about our rankings and we don't want that to and affect us. And there's things that are so basic, like starting from the very building block of your website, right. such as which platform are you going to build it? Are you going to do, you know, WordPress or are you going to do Wix? Right. So I know you guys chose WordPress as, you know, your your standard. Um, I see people in the background waving <laughs> their hands. Yeah, WordPress. So what, what, what made you choose WordPress as your platform to really push? You know, this is a very 
sticky conversation mm-hmm. because there are people that are absolutely married to Squarespace and Wix and and they are really good platforms and they're user friendly as far as for someone that isn't a website designer because it does have the drag and drop feel. For us in the SEO world, WordPress on the back end is just like, oh my God, it's like heaven, right? Mm-hmm. When you see the back end and there's, it's just So WordPress easier. has a great back end? <laughs> <laughs> It really does. It really does. And just for SEO purposes, we've we've tested it. We've tested a SEO optimized Wix website versus the WordPress. The WordPress ranks faster. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's not I'm not here to to, you know, hammer down on on Wix, but it's just what we see and you know, what works. So that's why we go the option with WordPress. And guys, there are builders that really mimic the drag and drop on WordPress. So don't be intimidated. Trust me, it's easy. And when you have someone on your side like me, we're here to help you and kind of guide you through how to, you know, work on your own website. Right. No, I love that. And I love that it just basically ranks faster. Why do you think that is? It's just kind of the way it was built in the back end and, uh, you know, just a powerhouse like when you're doing kind of in, you know, the internal stuff with link building and and sort of like the optimization. Okay, link building. That's a whole different (laughs) (laughs) ballgame. I know that that's super, super, super like putting your your stuff on steroids if you can (laughs) link build. I know that. We can talk about that at another time. Maybe we can get your husband in here to kind of like do a little thing. Yeah, definitely. But anyway, so Angie, yeah. coming back to you, I think that that's really important for the church, especially since that's something you really love doing, to get your your website refreshed and put that event page out there. Yeah, and she gave me tips on getting it out on Wedding Wire, yes, which was a go. site I didn't even know existed. So I was very excited about that. Yeah, and there a aren't lot. a lot of churches in this area that are on it. So I'm excited to get that out Wedding there. Wedding Wire, what's that? It's like a the knot it's tied I think it's tied to the knot it's tied to one of the wedding websites where you can go and find a venue and mostly it's vineyards and things like that but so have you ever done like care.com or Mm -hmm. um kind of like those websites where on care.com you'll you'll go in and and look for a babysitter that are so so wedding wire you just go in and you look for wedding planners wedding venues you enter your zip code or whatever you need and and it'll just bring out all these venues and day of coordinators and yep. wedding planners and even florists. I mean, mm-hmm. everything kind of just. Did you, did you get signed up with that, Angie? Not yet. I'm working on that. I got to get us, I need some more, I got to get some more pictures taken, things like that of the inside of the church. Some and reviews. we have, yeah. and we have the historic chapel. So nice. we have a, the what wedding historic in the chapel? spring. It's next year is our 125th anniversary. Oh wow. um, so we'll be having some celebrations there, but we, uh, we have this beautiful little chapel that when I started at the church was full of trash. Like they had stopped using it because there's no one ever knows, but there, there's this tiny, everybody says, oh, the little white church. Yes, we do go to the little white church, but that's not where we have church. There's a giant brick building attached to the little white church that no one sees. Like, no. <laughs> so if anybody wants to drive by and tell me what to do to make it 
visible, let me know. Um, I think there's a lot of landscaping that needs to go away. So we have the, the old chapels in there. And back in the late 90s, we emptied it all out. They had used it over the years for a nursery and Sunday schools and stuff. And then they built an education building. So it ended up with all this junk in it. And wow. when we emptied it out, one of the ladies quite a while ago took it on as a, a project and got us all motivated to get it all fixed up. And they found new pews for it. And Aww. it's just beautiful. And we have a couple of paintings in there that are the original artwork. When we were cleaning the walls, we found this beautiful, like a cross with a jeweled crown um, wow. on the wow. back wall. And one of the uh, one of the ladies who was here at the time refreshed that, like repainted it. So it's, you know, built on the original. And then there's some words around the archway and it's, it's a gorgeous oh. little place. So we have a couple who's getting, they're having their What's the capacity? Reception. What's the seating capacity? So the little chapel's about 80. And then our sanctuary is more like 250. Something wow, that's like awesome. that, the big sanctuary. And it's more traditional. So we we tend to host a lot of weddings. Our congregation is not huge at the moment. It's it's growing, which is not something a lot of churches unfortunately can say these days, especially mm-hmm. with the pandemic. A lot of people went home, went on live stream and haven't come back. Right. Um, and thankfully we're going in the right direction. We have new people joining, not just our people coming back. But uh a lot of the bigger churches, you know, a lot of people don't get married in, in churches anymore. They get married at the wineries and the breweries mm-hmm. and things like that. But I'm hoping that this means there's a shift coming back. Obviously, I need to get on the list. David Weinschel told me about out at Bluemont that they have day of coordinator mm-hmm. lists that some of the people use at the different event venues. But anyway, I got off track, which I do often a lot. That <laughs> 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 the lady that's getting married, at, she's getting married at a or having a reception at a historic venue in Fairfax and wanted a historic chapel. So they're getting married in the chapel. So I'm real excited about that. So I need to get some more pictures done so we can get it out on these other websites and get our page done on the website. Like you said, getting some reviews in there we've had. And so you don't just do weddings, but you also do events like you're hosting the Tyson's. And the Montgomery Social Collective's yeah. um, coffee mm-hmm. at which, the church. Which will be the day I was thinking, oh, we could promote that on this Yeah, but it'll podcast, be today. But so if you're today, listening, yeah. come yeah. on over. <laughs> Hopefully you listen early and you can come to the yeah. church and from 10 to 12. You're on your way. Well, I'm excited now to see the I church know, and chapel. Yeah. Well, and we get to see the little cute chapel, the historic chapel. Absolutely. I'm happy to do some tours. I love Yay. showing it off. We're we're making some improvements. Like it's a 125-year-old facility. So the chapel itself, you know, there's we had to we had to rewire a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff like the whole place is you know needs to be rewired and everything but we're working on a bunch of improvements for it and we've been working on that the last couple of years so always open to suggestions on how to make more improvements but yeah I love to show it off it's I, I've been there I've literally grown up in there so I started there in 1992 after I moved to the area and I've been there ever since so well we I really appreciate you hosting oh I'm mm-hmm. so excited yeah. yeah we can have it there anytime so so you're hosting the, we're doing a Montgomery County Social Collective because it's a tiny little baby and our admin team there is really young and fresh and mm-hmm. new, which is oh, super great. exciting. But we're going to get some mentorship from Tina and her crew, Carmel and Jessica and you, mm-hmm. and you guys are going to combine with Montgomery and kind of give them some leadership on how to run their coffees, how to move forward, bring them into the team. And it's just going to be amazing. I, I know you guys have something really crazy planned. What is it? <laughs> it's a it's a New Year's theme, and uh, Tina's got 
she honestly has been leading the charge on that. Tina Cross is amazing. Mm -hmm. She's been, I'm so excited to work with her. I'm very new to the team. I mean, I just joined, what, November? (laughs) So I'm I'm just in time to help out with the tea and be able to enjoy that. But I'm real excited to work with Tina. She's got all kinds of things planned and, you know, we're excited to combine with the other groups. And since I guess we're the only coffee in... uh, January. Hopefully we'll have lots no, of participation. No, actually there's one the oh. day after yours. We oh, have a Prince William coffee. Wonderful. What about Fakir? Are we doing anything there? I think we do have one. Fakir does have one scheduled for Monday, but since you'll be hearing this on Tuesday, you missed out. <laughs> Stay tuned for you their happy so hour. Right, sure. yeah. Dude, like Vedam is killing it in mm-hmm. Fakir. He's he has so the good. most interesting, fun, different meetups i know and the pictures oh my gosh well he's a brilliant photographer it's so crazy yeah so anyway super cool we've got stuff happening loudon's not doing anything until february, february. which renee ventrice is going to be heading up mm-hmm. that um do you remember the name of the restaurant is it neighbors or i'm not a hundred percent sure i believe it was neighbors but yeah it's a it's a it's a place in ashburn i'm not sure working. but anyway <laughs> she's leading it up we're gonna do it there and then in march in loudon we're gonna be pushing forward with a new venue it's almost 100 percent, but we're gonna wait to announce it and then it's gonna be our home for all of 2023 so we're super excited about that but yeah so thank so- you for hosting Angie, um, yes, ma'am. talking a little bit more about this and how you got involved with the collectives, I'm just curious, how did you get the church to buy into maybe supporting a Facebook group or coming out to the coffees or sponsoring the Christmas tea or even hosting an event for the community? Honestly, we're open to so many things. Mm-hmm. Our pastor, Ashley, who I guess you guys weren't at the Fairfax one that she was, I was. able to I go did. to. I met her. We met her. Yeah, yeah we met PJ her. Skidoos. And she is just lovely. She came to us mid-pandemic. We were, my husband and I do the live streaming. So mm-hmm. we were about the only people, you know, for the first few months, there was only a very few, you know, a core right. bunch of people that she met. And she is just amazing. And she's open to so many things. And we're just I mean, you change or you die, right? Mm -hmm. So we've got to, you know, we're looking at new ways of engaging with the community. Our whole goal is to just be able to shine light in the community and be a support, you know, to find the unmet needs Mm -hmm. um, and partner with groups like the Lamb Center and Fairfax, different things Mm -hmm. that are providing services that we want to be able to help with to assist people. So it's not a stretch to, you know, and God bless her. She'll do anything that I ask generally, just because we're willing to try just Mm -hmm. about anything to engage with the community. And we've met some amazing people already at the Fairfax coffee. Mm -hmm. We met Denise from Kids Give Back. Mm -hmm. So they're hosting an event at our church in March. She came over and was excited about some of the spaces that we have there. And, you know, we have a lot of outside groups that meet their AA groups and things like that. So we're just excited to get more engaged. You know, we've had to shut down for so long. And then we had another year where we couldn't really do a whole lot, couldn't have mm-hmm. a lot of people together. So now that we're open, we're just open to pretty much anything. So, I love that. That feels yeah. so real because that's what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Like the church that I grew up with, it was open to the community. Like, we're here to serve the community. Getting people in the doors 
right? And then and then presenting them with a message that keeps them there mm-hmm. or at least feeds them while they're gone, like feeds their souls. I love that. And I'm so happy to be a part of this with you and to see more about your church and explore it and meet Ashley. I haven't met her yet in person. So thank you for being open. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's exactly what we need right now is a community that is open to the public, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, okay, for instance, when we did the Tree of Life, when we supported Tree of Life at the Christmas tea, a lot of people didn't want to donate. Not a lot. A few people didn't want to donate. To a religious organization. And and then the other question, even for some of the people that did choose to donate, regardless of the fact that it was a Christian ministry, did so because Tree of Life services the entire community. They don't just... Mm-hmm. service Christians or people that attend a certain church, anybody of any religion and anywhere in this area, they serve. And that's what it's all about. So I love that. Yeah. We don't have any questionnaires to fill out before we try to help you. So, <laughs> yeah. And I honestly, even coming from a church, when I saw, I was like, Tree of Life Ministries, what is that? And I pulled it up and I was like, hmm, that's an interesting choice. You know, Mm -hmm. we'll see how that goes. And it went beautifully, you know, and Mm -hmm. I had no idea all of the different ministries they serve. And it turns out I work with a guy whose son participates in some of that stuff and is familiar with them. And I was like, I'd never heard of them. So it's amazing even volunteering different places in the community, mostly with women giving back and through the church and stuff. I'd never heard of so many of these nonprofits. And that's part of what I love about the collectives is that we're learning about so many different ones, having a different partner talk at the different coffees and stuff, just even just for the couple of minutes that they speak has been amazing to know how many different resources there are. How important do you think it is for community members to get involved in local charities? Like, in any capacity, whether it's donating, volunteering, sharing the awareness, just learning what's out there. I, for me, I feel like it roots me into this community. Like Absolutely. That's how I feel rooted through the service. Mm-hmm. Um, how important do you think that is? I don't think you can overstate how important it is to be involved in things. And it's, you know, trying to think of the best way to say this. Like, I guess I grew up without a lot. So, I was the recipient of a lot of things growing up. And even while I was the recipient of that, I got involved in volunteering some, you know, mostly at school and then have continued to volunteer while I was in college and when I got out of college. And I just think it it makes you appreciate so much of what you have. We live in such an affluent area that the idea volunteering at Women Giving Back, the number of people they serve to give free clothing and accessories and stuff to, they serve so many families. You know, in a given month, they might serve six or 800 people. And they are limited on how many they can serve at at any one time because they can only have so many people in the store at once. And the idea that we have so much to share, you know, we are so blessed. Even if you don't have a lot, you still are so much more blessed than the next person might be you know, and what they might have. So I think it, for me, it's just, it's just part of your DNA. I think that Mm -hmm. we were built to serve each other and to be a community. Yeah. So I love that. An interesting question would be, you know, my son asked me this question. We talked about this before, but he said, what is it you want from this world? And I legitimately don't want anything other than a Ferrari, but that's (laughs) coming. But 
Um, <laughs> everybody wants to raise their hand on that one. But other than that, I mean, in, re- in reality, I don't want anything from this world. I mean, what I do want to do is die well, and I want to die having served it in some really positive capacity. So I would ask, you know, I think we're all on the same page here, mm-hmm. but, but when you look back, there's nothing more important. There's really nothing more important than you can do in this life that you will, the one regret you would have was not doing more to serve others is yep. what mm-hmm. I would say. Right. So that's, that's how important it is. Yeah. It is boiled down to that. It is, you know, that is it. So if everybody out there, anybody listening, just find something to attach yourself to yeah. in service to the community and get involved because it, you will find joy there. Yeah. We, um, one of the more successful things that we started just the last few months that I'm looking forward to carrying into next year is a group we call Second Saturday. So at nine o'clock, we meet for breakfast. And then at around 10 o'clock, we go and do service projects. So last month, we were serving the Lamb Center. We made sandwiches and things to take over to the Lamb Center. And then a few of us went over and actually served the food. They have about 100 people that they serve on a given day, free meals and stuff. And what exactly, can you tell us a little bit about the Lamb Center? Well, I'm just getting to know more about it. The church, historically, we've had one or two families that have been involved, and then, you know, the church helps fund it, but we haven't been super involved. So what I've learned in preparation for last month is that they serve, like I said, about 100 people. They do breakfast. They do lunch. They have some community work projects where they have teams that are paid by the county, and it's mostly unhoused individuals, and they have laundry services. They have oh. showers. They have all kinds of stuff just to help people, and they have social workers and stuff there that can help put you in communication with wow. resources that you need, so it's wow. a great organization. And where's that located? It's in Fairfax, okay. not far from uh, Fairfax circle okay my gosh i think we should try to get a a group out there just to do a tour and see you know more what it's about yeah it's a great i have them on the podcast that would be a cool group to have it really was yeah the people that we met were really wonderful we're gonna have them part of as the second saturday thing evolves i want to start having sort of like we do at the coffees with having the various groups come in and talk to us about what we can help with love that Well, speaking of seconds, I'm going to (laughs) throw a little promo out for what we will be doing in 2023, at least in Loudoun, is something called Social Seconds. And we've had a huge outpouring of desire to meet outside of the morning, 10 o'clock Monday morning coffees monthly. There's a lot of people, for whatever purpose, teachers that have side businesses or business owners that literally just cannot take off that time frame that would love to socialize and meet up. So we are listening and we are trying to meet that need with something called social seconds. And it would be at the same location, which we will announce once it's a hundred percent in Sterling, where we will have our monthly morning meetups. And then we will have at six o'clock, we'll have social seconds for everybody coming outside of work that would love to network. And that's what we're going to be doing. We're trying to meet both that population 
and the population that we already are serving mm-hmm. in the morning meetings. So I'm super excited. Me too. It's going to be fun. Yeah. More I think that's seeing. a great idea. Yeah. And you know what I'm wondering though, if Pat Cassidy is going to come to the mornings and the evenings, because I have a feeling it might happen. Or Mike will come and Pat, they'll, they'll flip flop. Right. Because <laughs> they are not missing anything. <laughs> Who's going to win? Okay. So Pat Cassidy, who we love, and his brother Mike, he got the award for most attended and supportive collective community mm-hmm. member at the Christmas tea. And this year, we really need to keep track. Yeah, um, who that because is. Because at the tea, we'll be doing that again for somebody else. It might still be Pat. <laughs> you can win it twice, two years in a row. <laughs> He's amazing to talk with, though. He is I had so an opportunity fun. to sit and talk with him and Jeffrey and Fitzgerald. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jeffrey Fitzgerald. And, uh, Anthony. Oh, uh, uh, the electrician. He's oh a, my gosh. At yeah. The, um, yeah. He was new at the Tyson's, at the intelligent I business. I think he'll be back at the next meeting. He was amazing. Yeah. It was great. The three of us sat and had fascinating conversations about various things. And that's another thing. Like, I so love the way that we, I've made my friends. I mean, I have some older friends, but I've made so many new friends here through the collectives. And I think that that's one of the, most important things that's come from it is mm-hmm. the the community building on that level. Like not just the business that's gone through. By the way, a ton of money's coming through the collectives. Love I mean, that. Like I know Leslie says that through the collective referrals alone last year, she made 80,000. Wow. Just from the collective referrals. I know we can say very much the same or more. Mm-hmm. For sure. And it's it's just such a powerful business community. It's such a great resource because even before I got involved, like I didn't know any of you personally, you know, I planned my 10th anniversary. My husband and I got married. This is our 11th. Thanksgiving was our 11th anniversary, but our 10th anniversary was last year. And I was like, okay, I'm going to need a caterer. We did, we, we threw a wedding because we had gotten married in the living room the first time and friends kept telling us we owed them a party. So, um, so I, kept, awesome. I kept joking that it was the, the party that the collectives planned because I put out there that I needed a caterer. And our, oh my gosh, I just had an idea for you. Okay, you can be the collective wedding planner. There you go. So yeah. you are the official wedding planner once you, once you start this, if you decide to accept this mission. And... You would have your own little wired, what is it called? Wedding wire? Wedding wire. Um, similar to that, but like with all our collective members. I think would putting be? together a little directory of all of our businesses would be a fabulous idea. I think so too. Options. Yeah, just but just options. as a list, like just a directory to have, I think would be so fabulous because my husband even will be like, well, we need to do this. He's like, well, maybe one of your collective people does it. <laughs> so I, go I swear and I to you, that's my husband too. Yeah. So this weekend too. we had a lot of people at our house and every time they were like, oh, the paint looks great. Oh, the, you know, flooring looks great. And my husband's like, it's all my wife. And I'm like, no, it's all the social collectives. Right. But he was telling everyone how amazing this group is mm-hmm. and how literally we don't ask anyone else for anything because Whoever we need is in this group. And if we're they're in this group and we're working with them, we know we can trust them. Right. Yeah. I mean, 100%. That's what I love about it is that you're not picking it from Google or whatever, although Google is super important. But in this community, you can actually meet, make friends, know mm-hmm. the owners because yep. Typically, everybody you're networking with is an owner and then just have real-time conversations with your friends about the work they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And I, the more I think about it, the more I like the idea of trying to 
categorize all the businesses, have everybody send us their information. And at and, the very least, I mean, you could do it with the events. Oh, for sure. That's I've already started in my head putting a bunch of stuff like that That's together, amazing. you know, just to have a list of resources. Yay. My challenge with being a wedding coordinator here, I'm from northeastern Pennsylvania, so the our weddings, like a lot, we didn't even have places to have them. So oh. like we got, there were a lot of wedding receptions in fire halls and church basements and stuff like that. Oh. So coming here and seeing the amount of money that people spend on, it's crazy, yeah, crazy. Like I could put a down payment on my house. So Dude, I feel like I'm yeah. like the budget <laughs> wedding coordinator at this point. Like I, I can do a beautiful event, but you just or can't like you but it's well you're what be, everyone needs I, I because everybody am, does have a budget and they can never stay in it so somebody <laughs> like you would definitely help yeah. because you would still get so I guess I'm gorgeous. your girl if you're not looking to spend fifty thousand yes, dollars on a wedding that's, that's <laughs> I don't know I don't know if it can be done here because <laughs> oh I mean Angie can make it happen I have a feeling I think part of the key is not telling people it's a wedding like when I was looking for places to have our, our party. Yeah. The minute I put the word, you know, if I want, wanted to rent a space, there was a winery that I put in there and I'm like, oh, it's like $650 an hour to have the party space. Mm -hmm. When I clicked on, oh, what does it look like for their wedding packages? They started at $15,000. Yeah. And I was like, party, we're having like, a party. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and a lot of caterers and stuff. Right. You know, nothing against anybody, but I don't understand. Like, with right? Food, they just assume it's going to be more food, work, right? and I guess. Well, more. I guess it's just like there's more that goes into planning it as far as the tastings and the coordination, and you really have to be like the staff has to be the very best. Mm -hmm. I would assume because. For a wedding, I, I mean, that's a lot of pressure. Especially when you're paying that much. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's like, so the event space, the venue space is, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, people, I was shocked about it myself. My whole wedding, I think, cost $800. Reception, the entire thing. My yeah. dress was $20. Like, I can't, and I didn't want to spend that. Like, I didn't want to do it at all. <laughs> I wanted to go to Vegas. But, um, but out here, it's just completely it's crazy. Beautiful, amazing. And, oh, yeah. You know, but yeah. I'm just shocking. not like the, you know, four foot tall flower arrangement girl. Like, that's just not my right. gift, you know. Yeah. But, but we uh, have people in the group that so many are so talented. Yeah. Especially the balloon artists. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, everyone. It's, I mean, the person that had Leslie's bouquet, CJ Flowers, I oh think. Oh, my God. It was oh gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and they so. did a bouquet for you, a floral right. arrangement for so you. They did an amazing job, needed them last minute. Mm -hmm. They came through. It was unbelievable, and it was absolutely gorgeous and everything we wanted. Yeah. So, okay, do we have some questions that you would like to ask? We do. Oh, geez, she's eagerly We've holding on to these little cards. We've been looking at these questions, and previous to the podcast starting, Alina read out some of these questions, which we had to decline. <laughs> which happened a lot. <laughs> Okay, I like this one. What fear have you outgrown? Angie, what fear have you outgrown? <laughs> <laughs> I can let my arm hang off the bed now. Okay. <laughs> when I was when I was in like fourth or fifth grade, fourth grade, I guess, there was a movie called Bugs. <gasps> and they were like these like giant cockroach looking things that were crawling in people's hair and catching on fire. Oh, and during God. the movie, one of them crawled up someone's arm while their arm oh was hanging gosh, over the bed. No. 
And I was probably close to 40 before I could sleep with my arm hanging off the bed. Well, you're amazing because I watch Crows, that movie, or the bird movie <laughs> the or whatever. Yeah. I'm still terrified of birds. Oh, you get too many birds flocking around. <laughs> like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with never going to forgive whoever played that movie when I was in the room because nope. I don't know. I saw that when I was a kid, too. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. That was Alfred Hitchcock, right? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, well, when I was in India, the, the crows or the blackbirds or They're whatever they are, they are legit. Shit, small psychos like <laughs> predators they're they the hostel that we were staying in you know when they come up to the door it would just the door would just open mm-hmm. right but you have to have a certain weight to you to trigger that that sensor freaking crows would come straight That's up insane. straight up and the doors would open Yikes. i was like no this is like we gotta get a lock on these doors these crows <laughs> I know, and they're terrifying. I always say I've seen that movie. It doesn't end well. No, it doesn't. No. I was like, these crows are not hungry. Um, oh, my okay. gosh. So I'll say for me, it's stepping on the crack to break your mama's back. <laughs> like, I used to really freak out about that. Mm-hmm. And I would, I have to, like, skip my stuff and do weird steppings just to make sure I didn't step on any cracks. I'm a little OCD. But anyway, I made the decision to step on the cracks. And you're still <laughs> alive. And my mom's fine. <laughs> How about you, Alina? Honestly, outgrown? I don't know. My, like, crazy fear of animals in general is a lot. My husband spent the eight-hour drive to Boston having my five-year-old tell me we need a cat. And I said, you've lost your mind. We're not getting a cat, a fish, a bird, anything. I can't. You just don't do animals. I can't. I just... What about a snail? Like, one of those little um, snails you get at the beach? Gross. (laughs) (laughs) The look Angie just gave Lisa. Oh my gosh, you guys need to be in the room. For I love things them. to choose. Let's I know, but slimy. I mean, I'm scared of my aunt's cat. My grandfather was like, Alina, the cat is scared of you. And I'm like, but I can't. The problem That's is when you're afraid of, ca- of cats, know. They, they know. know. Exactly. Yeah. My cat. Uh, we don't have a cat anymore. We have two dogs, which you also would also not like. terrified. But, um, but our cat never jumped on anyone. And mm-hmm. one of my girlfriends who was allergic to cats, she's mm-hmm. not scared of them. She's just allergic. Right. The cat leaped on her when she walked <laughs> in the day one. Or Let in the me door show you. How I was like, done. what? <laughs> she never you really does only that. need one bad experience. I, yeah. That's yeah. the problem. And plus, they they get in like I don't know if I'm allergic mm-hmm. specifically, but it makes my eyes itch. I'm allergic. Well, I used to say when I was younger that I am allergic, so I didn't sound like a psycho. But y'all, but then they're you can't like, be allergic oh, they're hypoallergenic, and I'm like, oh. my allergist says there's no such thing. I Although I recently have come in contact with two of the best kitty cats ever. So my son, Please don't Jake, tell me you're getting a cat. <laughs> well, I can't because Dane is allergic. Okay, but my son Jake, his girlfriend has a cat called Walnut. And it Aww. is so freaking cute. And and then my other son, Ivan, his girlfriend has a cat. I can't remember the name of this cat, but this cat literally is like a dog. It fetches my and gosh. it hugs you. I mean, it's Aww. so sweet. It actually changed my opinion. And also shout out to Catty Corners in Leesburg because they do cat adoption and rescue. And they're downtown right off King Street. And I'm, we're going to be doing a Facebook Live there pretty shortly. I met the owner at Caddy Corner at David Maunder's birthday party at Tarpenders. Yep. And it was funny because she was like, oh, are you Lisa Ann Adams from Facebook? I, was like, <laughs> I love it when that happens. I was like, yeah. And so, you know, here we are meeting totally trashed for the first time, which was awesome. <laughs> so then, you know, 
anyway, she was cool. She, she told me all about the cats. And when you drive by at night, she's got these really cool, it's a big glass uh, wall. So you can see in, and it has these really amazing dark purple neon lights throughout. That's so awesome. like when you drive by, it's just super cool vibe. Like she's got great interior design. Well, that's skills. a live I will not be going to, <laughs> but I hope you have fun. So I want to go so you bad because I, I do love cats, but they make me. Unfortunately, no. What no. is a fear you have overcome? I don't, I can't think of anything. I'm not really afraid of a lot. Like I'll do bungee jumping, skydiving, roller coasters, would anything. You do, would you do parasailing? Yeah, scuba diving, any of it. Yeah, okay. Like I'm not scared of that, but animals, God knows why. Because scuba my mom diving was with terrified. the sharks? I did. I've done it. Really? Mm-hmm. That's with an my animal, husband right? in Malaysia. Is that an animal? Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> I had, you know, the divers with us. <laughs> Is a shark an animal? That's were you the question in a cage? Were you um, in a cage or were you swimming? No, it was swimming, smaller sharks. But you okay. had people, yeah. Oh. Baby sharks. God, I want to say that's all shark do, do. Okay. Oh, no. All right. All right. So you started with shout outs. Do we just want to go into that since we're doing that? Was okay, that your shout so, out? Or? Well, let me do one for artistic fuel. Ooh. So Owen Palmetti, he is just like this amazing local genius creative. And he was in partnership with some other people last year and the year before the year before it was Loudon film festival, Mm -hmm. which we uh, Mercedes and I went to and it was amazing. It was at 50 West winery Mm -hmm. and they had Virginia based filmmakers. So small independent filmmakers to, to, you know, there was a series of screenings that they had to go through to get to the list, the short list to be seen. But they had some amazing local filmmakers showing on the the blow up screen at 50 mm-hmm. West, and it was a drive in. So That's all awesome. the cars did like a drive in thing for this gigantic blow up screen, and they had all the different food vendors. But I was shocked about the talent mm-hmm. of these local filmmakers. It was incredible. So now he's working more with Artistic Fuel, which is a free platform for everybody who wants to participate, but. It's really centered on highlighting global artists on all levels, all creatives. So I'm just super excited to learn more about Artistic Fuel. And I think that, you know, we'll be having them speak at some of our future coffees to see how our local artists can be highlighted. And um, I'm hoping everybody will join the free platform and participate in some of their free you know, classes and workshops. It's an amazing platform. I think they're doing some great work and it's a great place for any creatives to be. Yeah. So uh, kind of like wedding, wired wedding or wedding wire. This is artistic fuel for the, for the creatives. That's fantastic. So who's your shout out? Well, I'm going to let Angie go first because my shout out's a little complicated. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I guess I'll shout out um, Women Giving Back because I was torn between Women Giving Back and Lamb Mm -hmm. Center, and we already talked about the Lamb Center quite a bit. So Mm -hmm. um, I've been volunteering there since about, since the fall of 2019. And uh, one of their, I trained to be one of the sort leaders because I asked, you know, they give away so many clothes and then they have a diaper pantry now Mm -hmm. because they closed down during the pandemic and became a food pantry just on a, like on a dime. I was so impressed. But when they, when they opened back up and could have their stores to give away clothing, 
they were able to keep the diaper pantry. So That's they awesome. service a lot of people and they did gifts and stuff during Christmas. So um, yeah, women giving back. I see them all mm -hmm. over social media. Yeah. That's a pretty awesome organization. It really is. And they do some really good fundraisers and stuff like that, but they're a lot of fun. So I'll shout out to them. I had, I, when I went there, you know, I told you at the beginning, I'm, I have mm -hmm. a problem with the whole volunteering thing. And I, I went there with a, a work, work group and uh, I said, well, why are all of your events during the day? How do you, how, do you right. have to come? You know, they said we didn't have to come when the company came. We could just come anytime because they have a, a, a volunteer right. calendar. I'm like, but they're all during the day. How do you, why don't you have any at night? They were like, well, we don't have anybody to lead them. I was like, well, how do you get to be that person? <laughs> I <laughs> so love I had that to, about I had to you. become a sort leader just so we could have a nighttime so I could go work. Oh, that's awesome. So you need me to need. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so my shout-out's a little complicated because we were in Boston last week for Christmas to New Year's, and my 15-year-old nephew, who was special needs, passed away. And my shout-out is for the whole collective's team because I'm telling you, everybody showed up. All I did was send a message saying, this is where the funeral is. If you can come, great. If not, it's totally fine. And not only did everyone show up, but they had my back. And then... Most of them came to our house after and had lunch with our family. And when they left, every single person that was there for the funeral said, you guys have the greatest friends we've ever met. If they weren't there, we don't know how this would have gone. They brought most of the flowers that went on the grave. And they were just blown away at how close we all were, especially because we haven't known each other for the longest time. And that we have this amazing group of people who, and even people who couldn't come donated in his name, sent flowers, sent messages, tried to reorganize their entire schedules. It was mind-blowing. It just showed me that I really do have the support personally and professionally and that we really are a family and it meant a lot. And in all of this, you know, I found somebody in the group that did the flowers, CPK, and Leslie helped coordinate that and picked them up and brought them. Um, our cleaning people couldn't come while we were in Boston. JDM, Leticia Renders, sent her team, still hasn't given me the payment info. They cleaned the entire house, did everything. She asked what I could do, what she could do to help, you know, just everything. We were, you know, we left in a hurry. We didn't know what we were coming back to. Guests were arriving before we were. And literally the whole world stepped up to like, be there and it was unreal to see what this community has done and what we do for each other so thank you from the bottom of my heart oh my gosh it was such an honor and a blessing to be there like literally being there with you and your family during that time was so meaningful it really I appreciated being invited to stand with you during that well I think losing a child can be hard for any parent but when you have the support we had there it literally made everything a lot easier and hopefully it sent when he's in that better place he's seeing that even people he hasn't met love him and will miss him and that he really did make a difference in this world yes he did and his yeah. picture popped up on my feed yesterday and I just he was uh just a beautiful beautiful soul and a beautiful child and I remember when I met him, you know, remarking about how beautiful his mm -hmm. eyelashes are. The and longest gorgeous. eyelashes. He looks just like his hair. mom and dad. Yeah. And was just um, incredibly heartbreaking to lose 
to lose him like that. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad that we could be there for you and his family. Thank you. I mean, I can't even begin to tell anybody what all of it meant to me. Leticia, Leslie, Caroline, all of you. It's unreal to know that you literally, even just going home, like my husband was like, oh my gosh, we forgot to get sodas and Tina and Casey and everybody in the collectors was like, we got this, go home, we'll bring them. And my husband was like, you're going to make your friends go do this? And I'm like, they're my friends. <laughs> they can do it. That's kind of how it works. Yeah. yeah. And so it was just a really good feeling to know that you have that support no matter what. That's what it is. Family. Well, okay. I think that we should pop on over to the Kids Collective. We did some podcasting at the Dulles Town Center Mall during the kids uh, vendor event mm -hmm. there. And we like to end it with um, some of their interviews. So let's head over to the Kids Collective. Yay! Hello, we are here at the Dulles Town Center Mall with the Social Collective's Kids Collective Academy. And I am here with Jake from Mountainside Woodwork. Hi, Jake. Hello. So tell me a little bit about your business, please. Um, I do woodworking. I uh, mostly sell clipboards and bottle stoppers. And I have a lot of cutting boards I make too. And I also sell Adirondack chairs. Oh my gosh, Adirondack chairs, you make those? I do. Oh my gosh, how did you learn to do that? Um, my grandfather came up with a design years ago and I got the design and modified it slightly and yeah. Wow, so you modified your grandfather's design on an Adirondack chair and now you're making it part of your portfolio. I am, yeah. That's amazing. So how old are you? I'm 16. Okay, how long have you been doing this? Um, since I was 11, so five years. Wow. Well, I've heard really good stuff about you this entire time from somebody actually came here and said they thought you were my son and that you were the brilliant genius. And I was like, no, mine's a different brilliant genius. Uh, but so what is your favorite product to make? The bottle stoppers. Um, I make them on a lathe. It's like a, a spinning thing and then you carve it. Okay, so they're like wood. Yeah. Different types of wood? Yeah. It's like a block of wood and it spins and you carve it with a chisel and then you finish it. That and then sounds you put, really cool. And then you put the little tip in it. Okay. So what kinds of woods do you like to work with? Um, I don't really have a favorite. Okay. Well, how's your price point? Are you making any money? I am making a pretty decent amount of money. Bringing in yeah. some bank? Yeah. Are you going to retire? No. Not yet? No. Okay. <laughs> well, I know that you have to meet Candace later because somebody wants to highlight your work or do something amazing with you. So you've been discovered, I think. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Me too. Well, what's your favorite thing about being a, an entrepreneur? Um, hmm. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. Are you learning to time manage? Are you learning how to manage your money? I am learning how to manage my money, um, yeah. That might be a good one. You're going to need money in the future. I will. Okay. Well, thank you for being here with us today. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Okay. Well, that is a wrap. I think, um, you know, 2022 is in the rearview mirror. We've learned a lot. Uh, moving forward into 2023, we're excited about a lot of new things coming up, uh, growing the team, and making some more connections. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's it. Great. So go out. So, so go out. out.